Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. <clears throat> I'm still getting over the fact that we're in the February. Crazy. All right. Uh, we're in chapter 38 now of Exodus, and this is where we're going to get into a couple of pieces of furniture that we're going to find in the courtyard. I call it the courtyard because you think about a court and <clears throat> think more about a, a legal system. Anyway, um, so we'll, let's look at this furniture that's going to be here, and then tomorrow we'll look at the courtyard, all the all the curtains that are made for the to create a fence basically around the courtyard. But here we are, chapter thirty-eight of Exodus, trying to encourage us all to be reading through Scripture, getting better at it, and starting with verse one. He made the altar a burnt offering of acacia wood. Five cubits was its length, and five cubits its breadth. It was square, and three cubits was its height. He made horns for it on its four corners. Its horns were of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with bronze, and he made all the utensils of the altar, the pots, the shovels, the basins, the forks, and the fire pans. He made all of his utensils of bronze, and he made for the altar a grating, a network of bronze, under its ledge, extending halfway down. He cast four rings on the four corners of the bronze grating as holders for the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze, and he put the poles through the rings on the sides of the altar to carry it with them. He made it hollow with boards. Verse 8, He made the basin of bronze and its stand of bronze, from the mirrors of the ministering women who's, who ministered in the entrance of the tent of meeting. All right. So he's now made this altar for the burnt offering. And, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, it's going to be carried by, by a case of wood that is covered in bronze instead of gold like the others. Um, and it's pretty big so this is where they would deal with all the meat offerings all the all the dead animals right so this is where the blood is being poured out on and things like that um, and I'm trying to find my notes from earlier <laughs> so but yeah this is this is where they they're going to burn all this stuff. It's got and it's grated, so you can have a fire underneath it burning. So the fire is inside this bronze box with a grate at the top, and that's where the meat's going. So I hope that helps you visualize that better. So this piece of furniture is going to go in the courtyard, and tomorrow we'll talk about that courtyard. But for us to think about, you know, all this stuff wasn't just about meeting with God, but it was about the atonement. All of us are broken, we're sinners, we're getting ready to go into the presence of a holy guy. How do we do that? Well, there had to be a there had to be a sacrifice, a blood sacrifice, and there had to be somebody who was authorized to represent you and I. And so that's where the priest came in. And so you went and, and in essence confessed your sins and the animals were sacrificed for those sins and then the the incense are, are burned, representing the sacrifice, and, and then a priest can go into 
the Holy of Holies to represent all the people of Israel. In the early days, it will be Moses going into communion with God. So today we have Christ Jesus. Jesus is the Messiah who takes away the sins of the world, right? The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He is the sacrifice. And he's, you know, all this was, all this is a, a shadow of what was to come, right? So all this altar and everything is just a shadow of what's to come that Jesus would sacrifice himself for us so that we could go into God's presence. And so what do we have to put on? We, you know, the Aaron's, we're going to talk about the garments next week, but the garments that the priests wear and all that is very specific because when we go into the presence of God, we have to put on the right clothing. And that is, we put on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Not our own righteousness, not our good works, not our good deeds, but Christ's righteousness. And if you try to put on anything else, <laughs> you're, you're fooling yourself. And if there's any pride in that, watch out, because you know, hum- we need to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, lest He humble us, which is not where you want to be. So again, all, all, these, all these pieces of furniture are very specific. They have a very specific task that has to do with the children of Israel being right before the Lord. So that representative going before them, who represents all of them, can not be killed by God. So, and we'll see that. There's different parts in the Old Testament where we see, for instance, there's a time when they're moving the Ark of the Covenant and God puts his hands up to keep the Ark from falling off this cart. Well, one, they weren't supposed to be using a cart to move it. They were supposed to be using the Arcadia sticks. And so he puts his hands up to stop it and he's killed. How come? Because he wasn't doing it God's way. So, God has a very specific way he wants us to do certain things. Maybe we should pay more attention to that. Just, I don't know, maybe I'm just crazy, but that's my thoughts anyways. What are yours? I really don't know how you can respond to this, but if you know me and you have my number, text me. Tell me what you think. Or go on Facebook for friends and let me know what you think. But if you do that, I'm so not on Facebook very much. So I don't know what else to tell you. I need to figure this out so I can have some interaction with you people. Anyways, those of you who know me, give me, uh, give me a ring or a text or something. Let me know that you heard this. I would love to know that there are a few people listening. I know, I know my wife listens to this, and I'm very blessed that she does and encouraged by her in this endeavor, which I greatly need. So, but how about you? Give me a shout out. Thanks. God bless. Have a good day.